following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We've learned to hide our true feelings and emotions from the view of the outside world for fear of being seen as weak, undeserving, or not enough. While this strategy works well for a while, many of us are realizing it is not a sustainable way to continue living life, especially when there is so much that we want to achieve, create, and contribute. Welcome to Stories from the Heart of Leadership with Shameen Sadek. In this program, you'll hear from Shameen and her guests about what it's like to face these fears head on and courageously share emotion, vulnerability, and experience in service of creating connection, resilience, and extraordinary results. Now, here's your host, Shameen Sadek. The mountains. Uh, I was in Colorado, and I was blessed to spend this time with uh, some very, very dear friends and colleagues, inquiring into deeper conversations about uh, things that are important to us and things that we want to invite all of you to uh, inquire into with us. So it was a busy weekend. It was a deep weekend. It was a loving and connected weekend. And I came home about 12 hours ago. I, I arrived on a flight that uh, arrived in the middle of the night. And I am operating on a little less sleep than I would like. And my kids are home for their summer vacation, which began this week as well. So it's all in all uh, a bit of a busy day, trying to get grounded, trying to get back on track and doing okay so far. But as I am coming in for a landing to spend this time with you, I thought it would be helpful if we spent a few minutes sort of landing here together before we dive into the topic. And so as we've been practicing the last few weeks, I invite you to take a moment, um, as long as you're not driving, of course, or operating any uh, complex machinery, to just sit uh, quietly with me for a few moments. Um, perhaps you'll close your eyes, close your door, turn the ringer off your phone, and just bring your awareness to your breath as we sit for a couple of minutes before we get started. And so if your legs are crossed, I invite you to uncross them and plant your feet firmly on the ground. Place the palms of your hands face down on your legs on your thighs, uh, in an easy, upright, dignified, but not rigid position. And bring your eyes gently to a close or just gaze downward at the floor in front of you and take this opportunity to breathe. And I will too. And so inhaling and exhaling. Just coming in for a landing. Letting your bottom sink into the chair, 
letting your smile, a soft smile appear on your face and in your heart as you take a few moments to ground, breathe, and nourish yourself. And so allow your feet to come into contact with the floor, either because you've taken your shoes off or because they're just, your, your feet are on the floor and you bring your awareness to that part of you as you breathe. And just see if you can connect to the floor and imagine that you're connecting as well to the earth, which you are, but perhaps you're not sitting outside with your feet directly on it, which is why you'll have to imagine for now. And just imagine that you can begin to make a connection with the earth through your feet, almost like there's some sort of roots growing out of your feet or threads or something that's extending down from your feet into the earth, just to get grounded, just to get a sense of being rooted, being solid, not going to get too far off-center, we hope, And if we do, we can always come back to this place. Good. And just taking a couple of more breaths as we bring this part of our time together to a close. Breathing in and out. And as you imagine yourself coming back into the room, And actually begin to do that. Just wiggle your fingers and toes. Maybe stretch or move from side to side gently. Just to awaken your body again. It's a very short few minutes that we spend breathing and sitting together. But let those few minutes nourish you. And now bring your awareness back into the room. Open your eyes. And... Let's get started talking about our topic for today, which is one scenario, multiple stories, many choices. Now, the funny thing is, I'm usually quite disorganized. Um, I'd like to, the positive way of saying this is, I'm usually very much in the moment and organic and I go with the flow. But the uh, not so positive side of being in the flow and being organic and being in the moment is that I'm often disorganized. And so sometimes I don't know what my topic is going to be for the show until the day of the show, which causes some problems in terms of letting you know what the show is about, in terms of letting the network know. But last week I was really well organized. So on Monday, as soon as I finished the show on paying yourself first, which if you haven't listened to, Go check it out later on today. As soon as I finished that show, I said, I know what I want to talk about next week. I want to talk about this this way that we can look at one scenario from multiple perspectives or tell ourselves different stories as we look at one thing. And so I wrote a beautiful episode description. Well, I thought it was beautiful that I'm going to read to you now. and, And then I'll tell you what happened. So here, here's what the show is about. Ever wonder how someone could possibly see that thing that you're so clear about in a totally different way from you? Every day we have the opportunity to make meaning out of the things that happen around us and to us. Most of us default to one perspective. We might call that perspective our own. Yet you might be surprised to learn that everyone has the capacity to look at things in multiple ways. 
Everyone does. So even though you might think there's only one way to look at this, you actually have the capacity to look at it from a variety of perspectives. What would be possible if we could pause and look at things in more than one way? Imagine that we are trying to try on different colored sunglasses, sunglasses with different colored lenses, maybe putting the ones on that have sort of a yellow lens and then looking at the situation through those sunglasses and then taking them off and putting on the ones that have a pinker lens and looking at it through that. Imagine that if we could do that, um, what, we, what might we observe that is different? How would this help us to create more choices for action, for connection, and for effective and sustainable performance? So that was what I said the show was going to be about. So off I go to Colorado, and sure enough, I have the perfect opportunity to practice this with myself. So it's one thing to teach, to speak about, to guide and coach. It's another thing to actually be in the experience of the very thing that you wanted to teach or talk about. And how perfect is that? Because I believe that I can only work with you um, on things or in ways that I am working with myself. Otherwise, it's all theoretical, it would be very dry, and you wouldn't believe a word I said, and why should you? So I got called out. I realized that I have an old story. I will have a number of old stories, and I'm sure you do too. And I was sitting with my beloved friends and colleagues, and I was telling them one of these old stories in the way that I was looking at a situation. So, so let me tell you what the story was. So I have this story that it's risky to be who I really am, and it's risky to speak my truth because I don't have all my ducks in a row. Now, what does that mean? Well, to me, I think about the fact that I'm single. I'm the mother of two children. I have a house and I have a business and it's all on me. It's all up to me to make enough money, to keep it all going, to get the next client, to get ready for the show and talk to you. And my belief is that if I say something that is really true for me, um, where it feels maybe a deeper truth than I am currently sharing, I often feel I'm at risk because those things, um, finances, uh, clientele, success, my house could be easily taken from me or I could lose that. So that's the story. And uh, the funny thing is I thought I was done with this story because I, I, uh, when, uh, when I first ended my marriage and ended up living in this house by myself with my kids, for the first two years, and I'm not kidding here, every morning I woke up and I asked myself, when am I going to lose this house? Because I was convinced that I couldn't do it, that there was no way that I was going to be able to um, to afford it, to make the payments, to keep up with the mortgage. I just couldn't imagine that it was possible. And so every day I would say to myself, when am I going to lose this house? And that was my my story. The lens that I was looking at my situation through was eventually this is all going to come to an end because it's not possible to sustain it. So it's not a very empowering story, is it, as you listen to that? And uh, yet the truth is, is that was my story for about two years. Now we're coming up on uh, almost four years since that event. And what I'm noticing, well, I noticed this about maybe six or eight months ago that 
I wasn't asking myself that question in the morning anymore. And somewhere along the way, my story had changed. Now, this is largely unconscious to me. I don't recall actually saying, I'd like to change this story. Um, But I can see it now that I'm looking back on it and reflecting. So eventually the story was gone and that wasn't the story. And the story changed to, wow, look, I I have the house. I still have it. I haven't lost it yet. Um, Don't feel concerned about losing it on a daily basis. But I realized that this story about I can't say what I really want to say or I can't be who I really am because I don't have my ducks in a row, was still a reflection of a version of that story. And so I was quite dismayed to hear myself speaking that story and finding myself kind of still in that victim orientation or that orientation of not enough, never going to be enough, uh, have to be vigilant, have to be careful because it could all come crashing down. So the good thing is that there were others sitting there, and I was saying this out loud. I wasn't telling the story the way I just told you. I was only telling them this, that I don't have my ducks in a row, so I have to be careful. And one of my colleagues, bless her, called me out on it. I won't repeat the word she said, because I think I'm not supposed to say that word on the radio, but um, it's an eight-letter word, and it rhymes with it. And she said that to me. She just said that. She just she said it two or three times really quite um, fiercely to me. And I looked at her and I was like, wow, it stopped me dead in my tracks when she said that. And I had to sit there and I went, oh, wow, look at me still looking at this through the same lens. The story has shifted a little bit. It's a little bit less disempowering of a story, but the story is still present And so it left me with much to think about. I did go and thank her afterwards for calling me out on my stuff and told her how much I appreciated it. And then I watched myself for the rest of the day. I watched how the temptation to fall into that story was so great. And when I thanked her for calling me out, what she said to me was, when I look at you, the last, like, I never think anything other than this woman has it all together. And I thought that was very funny, too, because on the inside, that's not the truth. But I could see how on the outside, it can appear that way. And so what I I wanted to come at this story, because she's looking at the situation through a different lens than I am. And that's important, because we have different lenses to look through, and then we can make interpretation or make meaning out of the situation in different ways. But what I wanted to draw to your attention and to mine as well, is that just as she can see it from a different perspective or with a different pair of sunglasses on, so can I. And so I began to watch myself over the course of the next few hours, uh, watching how tempting it was to fall into that story, resisting falling into that story, and asking myself, what, what other story might I tell myself instead? And as the conversation ensued, it seemed like that opened for other people to tell stories of things that they'd overcome or times in their life when it, it appeared that everything was, was, was going to be lost and then they found another way. And what it led me to is that nobody's story is the right story for me necessarily, and I don't have to be like anybody else, but that there are more stories than just that one. That was the enlightening or empowering moment for me 
was to see that indeed what I have been sharing with you and teaching uh, those of you who come into trainings that I lead or coaching those of you who I coach on this, that uh, yes, indeed, it is true. There are other ways of looking at this. So what are some other ways of looking at it? Well, I realized that one thing I could look at is how the story I told myself, how this story had other offshoots, almost like a, imagine like a stream that has um, uh, offshoots uh, through the through the forest <laughs> um, tributaries. I don't know what the right word is, but you know, uh, water that's flowing off the main. Uh, different stories come off of this story. And one of the stories I noticed that I also tell myself is the one about how uh, this is the only way that it, this could happen. That, for example, staying in this house, buying my ex out of the house and staying here with the kids was the only possibility. And at the time, it seemed very broad to think that. It seemed like this is going to be good. It's going to create stability. But I listened to someone else tell a story about how he moved his family across the country. Five kids, two parents moved across the country, left their whole life behind and started anew somewhere else. And I realized that that story is grounded in um, a story of possibility. That action is grounded in a story of possibility. Oh, this container that I'm calling home could be created anywhere. And it doesn't mean I have to up and leave and move to the mountains now like that person did, although that's tempting. But it does invite me to consider um, if I looked at this through a different lens, if I changed the story I'm telling myself about it, there would be more possibilities and what might some of those be. So that's the... That's the plan for today. We're about to go to break. When we come back, I want to invite you to practice this looking with me. And so we'll do this together on the other side of the break. But for now, let's pause. And I will be right back. This is Shamanine Sadik, and you're listening to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Hello, I'm Shamin Sadik, the founder and CEO of Anjali Leadership. Anjali means heartfelt offering, and it's no accident that my company is named this way, as our work comes straight from the heart. I spent years working within organizations where well-intentioned leaders somehow managed to create more frustration and disappointment than anything else. You know what? I was one of those leaders, and I yearned for something better, but didn't know what it would look like or how to make it happen. Fortunately, I do know now. At Anjali Leadership, we specialize in helping you climb out of these limiting patterns of behavior so that you can pour your energy and passion into creating the vision results, and business performance you've been striving for since the beginning. If you want to learn more, visit anjaliadership.com. Ready to work with us? 
Go to anjaliadership.com and let's get started. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. If you have a question or comment, or just want to find out more about our program, please send Shamine an email. Her email address is shamine at anjaliadership.com. That's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N at A-N-J-A-L-I leadership.com. Now, back to stories from the heart of leadership. One scenario, multiple stories, many choices. So what I believe, just to recap, is that we can look at any scenario through multiple lenses, but we often stick with one. And if the lens that I look through is I'm not good enough or I have to be careful because if I make someone angry or if I hurt someone, I'm going to lose everything, then that will have me... uh, not, not having very many choices. It means I have to be careful. It means I have to stay within the bounds of some artificial uh, framework that I've created that says if I go outside of this, it's, it's not safe. And it means I'll sort of limit myself to whatever is within that boundary. Now, that's not wrong. That's not bad. It's just what we do. And what I want to invite you to do is to consider that if you can adopt some other perspectives and just try them on, like you're trying on those sunglasses, you might find that there are more possibilities for you, that, that, that uh, the boundaries might, of what is possible or, or the operating boundaries that you limit yourself to may expand. And that might include more things uh, that you care about, that you want to do, that you feel that you can't uh, or that you've been struggling with. That's really why you would do this. Now, 
you might be asking, well, what does this have to do with leadership? Why is she always talking about stories and what we tell ourselves? Well, it has everything to do with leadership. Because if you want to create something that matters to you and what that thing that matters to you is outside the boundaries of what your stories limit you to, then you'll not be able to create it. So, for example, um, well, here's the thing. It doesn't mean you won't be able to. It just means it might take a little longer or this is the journey anyway to embark on so that eventually you can. So it's also not about being anywhere at any particular time. It's about a journey. So if you're listening and you're a regular listener and if you know me or even if you don't, you might have some beliefs about me. You might throw some stories up against me that say, oh, she's got it all together. She's got a good business. She's got her radio show. And you're right. I Yeah, on the outside, this is all really awesome stuff. And on the inside, a lot of it matches. And I'm also afraid. I'm afraid to go deeper sometimes. I'm afraid to talk about what really makes me happy or what makes my heart sing. I'm afraid to step into deeper waters than the ones I'm already in. And they're pretty deep already. But they know that there's more. And so it's also about a journey. It doesn't mean you won't be able to do something. It's just that this examining your stories, looking at the things with multiple perspectives is going to give you more range, give you more of a scope of possibility. So what I would like you to do is to think for a few moments about a situation where, I don't know, it depends on your level of self-awareness. So, so it might be something that you can recall yourself saying over and over and over again. Uh, maybe it's a way that you respond to a certain situation. Let's uh, imagine that you work for um, a boss who you think doesn't appreciate you, who is not really acknowledging your gifts, but is more focused on pointing out uh, where you go wrong. And, you know, many people report to me that that's their, that's their current reality. What happens to you when that happens? What do you say to yourself or what is the thing that sort of plays out over and over again? So the first part of this is to start looking for patterns, patterns of behavior, uh, patterns of thought, patterns of stories you tell yourself. Now, if you're in the work as I am of helping people look in these places, it might be easier to identify your stories if you're not, then it might be easier to just look for the pattern. What keeps happening over and over and over again? And I want you to really see if you can get something like that in mind. And if you feel like calling in to um, explore this live on the show, then you can. You can call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. And we'll take your call and bring you on the air and we can talk about your scenario and see if we can get some different stories out of that scenario by looking at it from some different perspectives. So whether you're willing to do that live on the air or not, is it's it doesn't matter. Just bring yourself into relationship with that pattern or that thing that happens over and over again. Another example might be, you know, I, I ask the kids to, to do something and they never do it. Um, whatever the pattern is, I'm at work and I can't, um, I can't get people motivated to work on the thing that I want to work on. Uh, or I can't seem to stop uh, the craziness of my email inbox. Whatever it is, 
see if you can identify something that happens over and over again. I'm in the meeting and somebody says something and I disagree with it, but I don't speak up. That's another one to look for. So I don't know what your patterns will be, but just see if you can identify something that happens over and over again. Okay, so write that down on a scrap piece of paper that you might have in front of you. That's the scenario. What happens over and over or what happened that you're not really entirely happy about? You wish it was different, but it seems to be the thing that plays out all the time. So that's the scenario. Now, multiple stories. What is the thing that you say to yourself when that thing happens? Whatever the scenario is, when it happens right now, what I want you to write down on your piece of paper is, what do I say to myself when that happens? So when I feel afraid to speak my truth, uh, and, and I know that from the outside you might say, what, you're never afraid to speak your truth, you're always speaking your truth. That's true, but there are deeper truths that I'd like to speak, and sometimes I don't. And when I don't, I say, if I do that... Um, something bad could happen. They might criticize me. Actually, that's what I say to myself. If I say that out loud, they might criticize me. They might laugh at me. They might put me down. They might write me off. And all you have to do is go on Facebook or on LinkedIn or on anyone's blog and look at some of the vicious the things that people say in disagreement to understand where that fear comes from. So it's not a made-up fear. It's not something that I just pulled out of the sky. I've seen it happen to others, and I'm afraid of what will happen to me if that happens. So see if you can get a sense of what you say to yourself when that thing happens. Good. Good. And now, what I want to invite you to do is to stand and look at that thing, whatever the scenario is, through the lens of whatever it is you say to yourself when it happens. And I want you to actually, like, just play with me here. Pretend that you're taking your glasses off. So even if you're not wearing glasses, I'm not wearing glasses at this moment, although I probably should be. Um, just imagine that you're taking, if you're looking at it through, like, let's say a clear lens right now, take that pair of glasses off energetically, just lift it off your head and put it down on the desk in front of you or on the table or beside you. And you can pick them up later and put them back on. They're not going anywhere, so don't worry. And now I want you to imagine that there's another pair of glasses straight right over here on the right-hand side. And this is the, the sunglasses that have a pink tint to the, say, yeah, I know, rose-colored glasses. Okay, we'll start with pink, and then we'll move to some, uh, some other color. But right now, pick up the pink ones and put those on. And if it helps to even um, stand in a different position, like turn to the left or turn to the right, you know, 15 or, or 30 degrees, do that, 45 degrees, whatever. But now imagine that you're looking at this scenario with this pink lensed glasses on. And when you look at it through this lens of a different color, what do you notice? Is there another way of looking at this? Like, what's the pink lens perspective on the story? So when I do this, I'm, I'm doing it right now live in the moment. I didn't pre-plan this or pre-write uh, out my perspectives here. When I look at speaking my truth through the lens of the pink glasses, what I see is that um, 
this truth will be meaningful to someone. And it may even be of the utmost importance for someone to hear it. So when I, when I imagine speaking my truth and I look at that scenario, that sort of hesitancy to speak the truth or speak what is real or what is going on for me at that moment, the pink lens perspective on this is maybe this would be crucial for someone to hear. Maybe this could actually save someone's life or make a huge difference anyway or make their work, work life lots better or improve a relationship with someone they care about because I said it. So when I look at that through the pink lens, that's what I come up with. That's the, another way, another story I can tell myself about this is, yeah, I'm a bit afraid to say it, but what if it was useful to just one person? Wouldn't it be worth it? Yeah, so there's another possibility and a whole set of possibilities that open up when I look through the pink lens. So just notice what you notice when you look at your scenario through the pink lens. What, what's the pink lens view of this? And write it down. Write it down. If you have a piece of paper in front of you and you don't make a mental note, but it's helpful to write these things down, get them out of our head and out in front so we can remember and reflect and look back later. Good. And now what I invite you to do is take those pink lenses off and put those down on the desk and know that you can pick those ones up again later too. And reach over to the left and grab the, uh, energetically grab the yellow lens glasses and put them on. And so when you put these lenses on and now look at whatever your scenario is, what do you say to yourself? What, what's another story? What's the yellow lens story that you can tell yourself about this scenario? So when I look, let me just do this here for a moment and get grounded and put my yellow lenses on. When I look at the scenario of, oh, I'm a little anxious to say what's really true for me right now, and I look through the yellow lens, what I notice is that someone's not going to like it, but that doesn't mean anything bad about me. So, yeah, people disagree with lots of things. People uh, don't resonate with everything. And um, if somebody hears what I have to say and it doesn't resonate, that's fine. It doesn't mean I'm bad. It doesn't mean I'm going to lose my livelihood. It doesn't mean that they're going to hurt me. Um, it just means it didn't resonate. So when I look through this with the yellow lens, this is what I see. A whole other set of possibilities. Well, if, if I can accept that some people are not going to resonate with my truth, because that's all it is, is my truth, it's not the truth, then that's okay. If I can accept that, that that's, that's how it sometimes plays out, and that some people won't like it, but it doesn't mean that I'm bad. It doesn't mean that I'm wrong. It doesn't mean that I'll be sent away or punished. Then it's easier for me to actually say whatever it is that I want to say. That, that's the feeling I have anyway when I look through the yellow lenses. So notice what you see when you look at your scenario with those yellow lenses on. And write it down. Take a moment to just jot down. What is the, the thing you say to yourself when you look at it through the yellow lenses? 
Yeah, I'm aware that as we do this, um, it's a it's a surface swipe at the deeper conversations that I often have with leaders and others who work with leaders uh, and friends and loved ones as well. It's a surface level swipe at a conversation that is is much deeper. So we're just scratching the surface of it here, and that's okay. That's enough. It's awesome, and there beneath each a pair of sunglasses and each perspective or each colored lens, there's a whole string of stories that falls underneath that if we explored them much more deeply, which we, we can't do that here on the radio, but we can do that one-on-one. Uh, and we can do that, you know, over the telephone later, if you like. So these are, there are many, many layers of story underneath that are worth looking at. Any number of those stories could open us to different possibilities if we were willing to change it or to find new stories other than the one that we always look at it through. So know that this is a bit of an experiment. It's not the deepest look, but it's the beginning. It's the beginning and the opening into a deeper conversation. And if, and if that is helpful, that's awesome. Hey, and looking at it through the yellow lens, if it's not, that's okay too. It's just an experiment. And so maybe my yellow lens also has that essence to it. Hey, we're just playing around here to see what we can find. Maybe we'll find something useful. Maybe we won't. That's okay. It's all an experiment. Yeah, that's the perspective that the yellow lenses gives me. So good. Now what I want you to do with this is to take this as your homework. Um, Take it forward in, in your own way and look through different lenses. Maybe there are other colors to look through, other colored sunglasses to put on to look at this so that you can have multiple perspectives on this. And when we come back after the next break, which we're going to go to momentarily, we'll talk about choice. Being at choice, what does that mean? What does it look like? And what might be possible? Because we can have multiple stories about this one scenario. So take your piece of paper, put it in a safe place, uh, maybe keep it in front of you for the rest of the show, and then know that there's more. There's more to look at here. And if it's something that you want to explore together, then give us a, a send us an email, shameen, S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N, at anjalileadership.com. So we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we'll talk about choice. Okay, see you on the other side. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hello, I'm Shamin Sadiq, the founder and CEO of Anjali Leadership. Anjali means heartfelt offering, and it's no accident that my company is named this way, as our work comes straight from the heart. I spent years working within organizations where well-intentioned leaders somehow managed to create more frustration and disappointment than anything else. You know what? I was one of those leaders, and I yearned for something better, but didn't know what it would look like or how to make it happen. Fortunately, I do know now. At Anjali Leadership, we specialize in helping you climb out of these limiting patterns of behavior 
so that you can pour your energy and passion into creating the vision, results, and business performance you've been striving for since the beginning. If you want to learn more, visit anjaliedership.com. Ready to work with us? Go to anjaliedership.com and let's get started. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to stories from the heart of leadership. If you have a question or comment, or just want to find out more about our program, please send Shamin an email. Her email address is shamin at anjaliedership.com. That's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N at A-N-J-A-L-I leadership.com. Now, back to stories from the heart of leadership. Welcome back to the last part of our show today. Before we talk about where we're at now, I wanted to mention a couple of things that are coming up. First of all, we have two, I have, I am teaching, they're not mine, but I am teaching two more Leadership Circle Profile certifications this year that I know of. Uh, Maybe there'll be more than two, but at the moment there are two, and they're both in September. One is September 9th to 11th in the D.C. area, the Washington, D.C. area. So go to theleadershipcircle.com and learn more about that and register if you'd like to join me there, or... If you're closer to where I was this past weekend, uh, I was in Colorado, I'm teaching September 30th to October 2nd in Denver. And after my experience of spending those days in the mountains, I think I might stay over that weekend too. So, um, But if you want to join me for the training, that's when it is. And if you're in other locations anywhere across the globe, this training is offered all over the place. So um, go to theleadershipcircle.com, check it out. Learn more about it. It's a a suite of assessment instruments for leadership that you will enjoy using if you are a person who works with leaders or works with humans to help them develop and, and reach their potential, maximize their potential, or at least be more effective than they are right now. So go check that out and join me on either of those two occasions if you so wish. As well, I'm going to be gathering a group of professionals here in the 
Toronto area in November. Uh, keep listening for the dates. Uh, check out my website and look for the dates. I haven't set the dates yet, but I know it's probably going to be in November because my calendar is chock-a-block full between now and then, and that's when th- this could happen. It also gives you enough time to make your plans if you're not from Canada or the Toronto area or on the east side of of the North American continent, you can make some plans to come here. And it's a wonderful time of year. Usually the winter hasn't quite started yet by the beginning of November. And we're still sometimes experiencing that lovely um, late summer or early fall weather. So let's hope for that. And I'll tell you more about that as the days go by. And what we've been talking about about on the show today is how looking at one scenario through multiple lenses or examining it with different stories in mind can lead us into many choices, uh, many more possibilities, a wider range of what might be possible. And this gathering that I've yet to name that I haven't set a date or made firm arrangements around is uh, I'm telling you about it because I know it's going to happen, but I, I also am telling you about it because it's, it's part of that larger choice that I'm stepping into. As I, as I continue to examine my stories and ask myself how some of the more limiting stories are not serving uh, and how some different stories might serve better, more becomes possible. And this is a, a reflection of more, more opportunity to uh, inquire into just deeper places with others who work with leaders. So if you're a coach or a leadership development professional or uh, someone who works in HR, someone who is in the business of helping humans develop then you will enjoy this. Now, what is it? Um, More language still to come, but at the very simplest level, it is about taking the work that we do with our leaders, the work that we invite these humans who we work with, the work that we invite them into. It's about deepening our experience and agility and facility with those that work and those frameworks And it is also about how do we apply it to ourselves? How do we take the invitation that we're issuing to the client or to those whom we work with and issue it to ourselves and then step in and say yes to that invitation and step right into it? So that's what that is going to be all about. Watch for that. And as well, um, I'm doing a version of this on the west coast of Canada in September. So if you're interested in that, uh, we've got a West and an East kind of version of this happening. It'll be very similar. But the intent is to to invite uh, a group of experienced human development practitioners together to sit together and inquire into this in a much more deep way than we usually have time for when we're so busy working with our clients. So it's about deepening our practice with them and deepening the practice with ourselves. And any of those, if they sound good to you, send me an email and uh, I'll send you more details as we have them. Good. So I've told you all the things that are coming up. Now, they're not separate from the story I've been weaving here with you. Uh, Again, if you want to call and share what you're noticing or any of the perspectives that you 
you've been able to gain by trying on these different colored glasses, you can do so at one 346 9141 We've got a few minutes left in the show, and I'd love to hear from you. And I know that this work is deeply personal, too. So if it's not the time to share it uh, live on the air, that's okay. And if you're wanting to share it live on the air, that's fine, too. I'm, I welcome your calls. And I welcome your privacy as well. So what is the point of all this? The point is to have more choice, to be at choice, to be available to select from a larger pool of possibilities. That's really the point. And so there's nothing wrong with where you've come from or the stories you've told yourselves or the way in which you might notice that something has limited you. I mean, here's a perfect example. I was talking about my house. My house is a really big deal to me. Um, my ex and I built it together when the kids were very, well, one kid wasn't even born yet, and we began to build this house, and we built it over the years, and we, we, we built the main floor, and then we put a second story on, we extended it at the back, we finished the basement. This all happened over a number of years. And when we were separating, we put it on the market we thought we would try and sell it and in the meantime he had purchased another he had made an agreement to purchase another another home for himself and we were waiting for this house to sell and it didn't sell so I ended up buying the house buying his half from him so that um, he could close on his place and I was delighted to do that it, it hadn't occurred to me that that would be possible but I went and asked the bank if it would be possible and and <laughs> they in their great wisdom said yes and, and I ended up with the entire thing for me the entire mortgage on my shoulders and as I was doing that I always thought this is the best thing for my children it is the best thing to keep them in the home that they've always known um, that that they should stay in the neighborhood with the friends that they've always known and that this would really give them a good stabi stability and a good grounding and uh, especially in a time of great transition. Now, there is nothing wrong with that story. It is, it is a great story and it served me really well. The only thing I'm noticing about it today is that today it has some limitations. And the limitations are, there are all these other beautiful places in the world where I could live and those aren't Moving isn't a possibility with the story I've told myself. And so that's the point here. It's not to make the old choices wrong or to say that I shouldn't have done that or I was bad for doing that. It's only to say, ah, look at how the story I told myself gave me a certain array of possibilities to choose from um, or not very much of an array of possibilities. And look at how... Now, today, four years in, it, it, it's, it's presented itself as more of a limiting story than an expansive story. That's all. Not bad, not wrong, nothing wrong with me for noticing that or even buying into it when I was in it or, or even choosing now to buy into it or not. It's just a noticing. And so what I noticed today is that I could live anywhere, um, that there are all sorts of possibilities for me that I'm not limited to staying here in this particular house, that I could take the, the thing that I call home and I could create that anywhere with my kids, that we could create love and joy and the kind of home we want anywhere. Uh, there are some practical reasons to stay. There are some financial reasons to stay. Uh, I'm in a market here in Toronto 
Toronto that's very expensive. So having a, a house, um, a, a detached house with a front and backyard and parking close to the city, but not right in it is just an amazing blessing and something to be so grateful for. So yeah, there are things to consider. But the point here is not what will I do? It's more like I have more choices. And the choices come because I'm willing to examine my old story and tell myself a new one. I'm willing to say what other stories could I tell myself and what possibilities would they open. So that that leaves me in a place of choice. And one choice is to carry on as I have. And that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. So know that this is all in the spirit of expanding your range, expanding the realm of possibility. Possibility, but it is in no way intended to be a judgment or a comment on anything that has brought you to this point. The only comment I would make about anything that's brought anyone to the point they're at now is to hold it with gratitude. So what would be available to you when you looked at your scenario through these different lenses? Um, that's the second part of your homework. So the first part was to maybe find some other lenses to look through and and look through those and see what you see notice what you notice notice what stories you can tell yourself about this scenario when you look through the different lenses but part two is what's possible then from there from the pink lens from the yellow lens what is possible and if you want some help doing that, let's let's get started let's talk together uh, we this is what we do here at Anjali Leadership. And I have coaches here beyond myself who are expert at doing this with people, all in service of um, choice, possibilities, and creating the thing that you want for you. So if you notice that you're stuck or that you seem to bump up against something that happens over and over again and you haven't really been able to break out of that, this is one way to approach that and we are skilled at working with you to do so so again anjalileadership.com we have a, a new needs assessment form on the website it says let's get started and when you click on that it will give you a place to put in all the information you want to share with us about where you're at what's going on and how you think we can help and then we'll get on the phone together and, and get started and that, by the way, is some of the deeper um, uh, truth that I want to speak is I'm here for you. I'm here to work with you. It's great that we're together every week on the phone, but if you want to take this to the next step, let's do it. If you want to come to one of these group sessions, let's do that. If you want to work with myself or one of the coaches here at Anjali Leadership, let's do that. And if you've got a team, if you're a leadership team and you're thinking about this for your organization, that's where we play. So let's get started. Let's talk with each other and, and see where this could go and how we could be of service. I've always been afraid to say that on the radio. Um, I'm less afraid to say that now. And in fact, it seems sort of silly not to because if I didn't, you wouldn't know that that was possible and that would be a shame <laughs> because it is. So... With that, I leave you with your homework. I look forward to hearing from you about how it's going and whether you want to explore it further. I wish you a wonderful week. 
It's the first week of July, and unless you're going to listen to this at some future date, but if you're listening to it live, it's, it's the beginning of the summer months. Enjoy, relax, chill out, be with your families. Have a great week, and I'll look forward to talking with you next time. Until then, take good care. Thank you so much for joining us today for Stories from the Heart of Leadership. Shamin Sadiq will be back next Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll come back as well. Have a wonderful week. And remember, we are all members of this great human family. You are not alone. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.